So hey, and welcome to episode 132 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I'm Erica, and today I want to share a story with you, a story about a missing light and a delivery company. And I promise that I'm going to make this very relevant to movement and mindfulness, and it's all going to make perfect sense, I hope. So stay tuned. Hi, and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. So hello there, friends. I hope you are doing great. When this episode's land when this episode lands, we are two days away from Christmas Day. If you celebrate Christmas, wishing you a very merry one. If you find this time of year a little overwhelming, I am sending you uh, much kindness. Um, I want to talk about a story today, or I want to tell you a little bit of a story about something that happened recently um, that ended up having a really lovely parallel with life and movement and our way of navigating through it. So the story goes like this. I ordered quite some time ago a light for the studio where I film, which is my house. We have this whole dedicated space where I, I film for the Self-Kind Hub. And I ordered this fancy new light that has like seven globes or something and was very excited to get it because I had a whole bunch of stuff I needed to film. And I thought, you know what, my lighting that I had was great, but it was kind of starting to just not be quite enough. And so I wanted to, to make the um, visual stuff even better. And so we were getting this light. Anyway, I order the light, check the tracking link a couple of days later, and I see that this light has been loaded onto a truck and then loaded off of a truck 30 seconds later, and they never tried to deliver it to my house. So I, you know, did the contacting of the people that I needed to contact, and they sort of gave me the story that they they tried to come and deliver it. And I said, well, is that really what happened? Because on the tracking thing, it sort of looks like it maybe just went on the truck and then came off the truck. And indeed, the person I was speaking to confirmed that, oh, yes, you're quite correct. It's never left the depot. So this was just a couple of days. And I thought, OK, you know, can you just organize to have it re-delivered? And they assured me that, yes, they could and they could give it an authority to leave. So it would be left on my doorstep. And another couple of weeks went by, still no light. So I made some more phone calls and the conversation was just the same every single time. No, we don't, you know, no, your light hasn't been delivered. We're very busy. We tried to deliver it, uh, you know, kind of bad luck. And every time I would have this same conversation, but it, it looks like maybe you never did try to deliver it. I was also here all day and nothing ever arrived. And they would say, yes, actually, you're right. It's never been delivered. And eventually, after many phone calls, someone said, look, we've lost it. We don't know where this light is. And so I was just like, okay. <laughs> What like what do I do next? And they sort of kept suggesting to me that, you know, when we get deep enough in the pile of things that are going out to be delivered in your area, surely we will find this light. So I left it again, sort of just trusting that, yep, this will 
be resolved by them. They're doing what they need to do to find this light and it will be delivered. Six weeks later, this is coming from not very far away, mind you. Like we deli- we had things delivered from the United States of America in this time. Um, six weeks later, another phone call. And the lady who I was speaking to was just so lovely. She lowered her voice and she said to me, you know what I would do, sweetheart? I would call the company that you bought this light from and I would tell them that you need a new one delivered because I genuinely cannot find it anywhere. And if I can find it, I'm convinced it will not be intact. It will be damaged because it's been at the bottom of this pile. And she said to me, this service that we are providing you with is terrible. You need to make sure that when you call them and ask them for a new light, that you do ask them to send it with a different courier company. And I had this little moment of like, oh, okay, (laughs) sure, I can do that. And the thing that hit me about this, and this is where I want to draw the parallel, is throughout this whole process, I was really intent on being nice. And this is something that I can get caught up in a lot. I like to be nice. I like to be liked. I like to do the right thing and be a good girl. And this is something I am trying to dismantle at the moment because I can tell you one thing for certain, and this is something that we spoke about last week on the podcast. So if you're like, oh, ears are perking up at this topic, um, go back and listen to episode 131 because this was what we talked about last week. But one thing I know for certain is that being good and focusing on being nice often leaves me in the in the suffering seat, right? I'm the one who's, who, who suffers as a result. And it was a really interesting um, experience because I thought, you know, in that moment I was like, oh, great, she's given me permission to sort of like ask for what I want. And it occurred to me, why did I need permission from her to do that in the first place? Why wasn't that something that I felt I could do because it was – actually really reasonable, right? Like after six weeks, after multiple, 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 multiple phone calls and emails to both the company who was, you know, who I'd bought the item from plus the delivery company, uh, it was evident that this wasn't going to be resolved. And I was certainly firm when I was speaking to people on the phone and in my emails, I, I was really trying hard to get it resolved, but I never considered any alternative kind of recourse than just continuing to ask and be nice. And be firm, but, you know, still be nice. Um, And not seeing another way, like not seeing another option of just like asking for what I needed. And so, you know, I jumped off the phone to the delivery company. I jumped onto the phone with the uh, company that I bought the light from, explained the situation again and just said, like, I want you to send me a new light because I need this light. I've paid for it. The company that is delivering it has told me it's probably going to be crushed uh, if they can find it at all. So, you know, can you send me a new light and can you please make sure that you send it with a different courier company? He said, no problem. Doing it. Done. It's happening now. That light was delivered within 24 hours of that phone call. After six weeks of phone calls and emails and frustration and one phone call later... (laughs) I had my light in my hands. And so what I want to sort of, you know, there's the story. But as I said, part of the the parallel with um, movement and mindfulness is like knowing what we want and doing what is in our 
control to get it. So this might be something like, you know, I know I want to carve out 30 minutes of my day to move my body. Um, And in order to get that, you know, I'm going to have to tell the people in my home that for that 30 minutes, I am unavailable. And while you're, you know, while I'm doing that, it would be like amazing if you could please also do the dishes or whatever, take something off my plate so that I can, I can do this thing. Um, or, you know, just simply walking out the door, assuming that, you know, there's kids that they're cared for and all that sort of stuff, but like, you know, taking responsibility for what it is that we want. Um, and also this idea of seeing things from a different perspective. So sometimes when we think about movement and using movement as a way to feel differently in our body, to shift tension, to uh, minimize pain, all of these sorts of things. Sometimes a problem is solved much more quickly when we come at it from a new angle. Um, was it Einstein who said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing on repeat and expecting a different result? Um, I think it was. I used to have a boss who would repeat that so many times. I hated that quote after a while because um, I just didn't like hearing it constantly. Um, but anyway, I've just repeated it. Um, but, you know, sometimes the this is where, you know, movement has so much power. If we've been sitting at our desk for four hours straight and we're noticing that, oh, my God, my hips are sore, my shoulders are achy and I'm starting to feel really tight and, and, and uncomfortable, um, continuing to sit in that position isn't going to change how you're feeling. What we need to do to shift that is to do something different. Different input into the body, into the brain will result in a different output in terms of how we feel. And I don't know why this story about the light kind of struck me so uh, it struck me kind of as humorous, I suppose, when it happened, because I thought, wow, how many times do we do this? How many times do we think, you know, just continuing to do the same thing, almost like this shouldn't be happening, right? Like I, I'm sure I actually said those words um, when I was kind of waiting for this bloody light to arrive. This shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be this hard. This should be here by now. This courier company shouldn't be so bad at their job. You know, all these ideas um, or all these thoughts were, were popping into my head. And I think this happens when we are uncomfortable too in our body, right? I'm sitting at the computer and I'm thinking, oh, I shouldn't feel like this. My body shouldn't be behaving like this. I shouldn't have to get up and move. I have too many things to do. Or my boss shouldn't be making me do this or whatever the case may be. And we have these thoughts of should and frustration and kind of just wishing things were different, but without changing anything about the input. And I think that's the the lesson here today <laughs> for me as much as anyone else. Um, when we change the input, we change the output and asking for and not even asking for, you know, taking control of what it is that we need, taking control of what it is that we can do to help ourselves um, but you know, if you're sitting, you know, at your desk and obviously if you're in the car, this doesn't work, but if you are sitting at your desk and you have the capacity to sort of stand up and move, um, notice how that alone can be a change in, you know, what's happening right now. And it changes the output that you're feeling. So often we dismiss 
the simple stuff. Like I dismissed the simple act of asking for what I needed. And, you know, we might be dismissing the simple act of standing up and moving. The simple act of rolling our shoulders around in circles because they're tight because we've been sitting slunched. Slunched? That's not a word. It must be time for lunch. Uh, Slouched over our computer for hours on end. We can spend as much time as we like thinking it shouldn't be that way or that our body is letting us down. Or we can, you know, take control of the things that we can shift. And sometimes it is as simple as just a very slight change in input. So I hope that those lines uh, that I've drawn between my story about the light and um, movement has helped. Um, Side note, the light's fantastic. I'm very glad it arrived. Um, It has this like... It's like a softbox lighting. So if you've ever seen one of those, it's got like a, or if you've never seen one of those, it's got, kind of got like an, um, I don't even know how to describe it, like an umbrella shade over it with a with a clearish white opaque, it's not clear, it's an opaque white kind of covering with this black umbrella kind of top on it. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I can't get that part on at all. have no idea why. Um, the engineering of that just doesn't seem to make sense to my brain. So I'm using it as a bare bulb but it's working an absolute treat. So I'm, I'm thrilled that after six weeks this thing arrived. Um, and, I, and I honestly, um, even though I really could have done with that light six weeks ago, I am, great, I am taking great pleasure in the little lessons that I have learned from that activity. Um, I think that life is really kind of interesting when we can use it as a playground like this, you know, and to, to be like, oh, what cool things do I learn about myself in the process? Not what things do I find out about myself that I don't like, right? That's really different. What do I learn about myself in the process? Because when I understand myself better, when I can have compassion for the way that I um, have kind of been programmed throughout my life, then I get to sort of look at it and choose, like, does this, does this, take me in the direction of what I want Um, and how can I sort of see those layers of conditioning that I might not otherwise be aware of until I see them play out in real life. So kind of fun. Anyway, that is it from me today. As I said, I hope that, uh, you know, this time of the year, if you're listening in real time, we are like smack bang in the middle of the Christmas season. Um, If it's not that time anymore, then, you know, it is but a memory. I hope that it is a really wonderful time for you, but um, I'm also really aware of the fact that it often isn't. And so sending much kindness and love your way. Um, I always have really mixed feelings at this time of the year. So uh, I get it. I, you know, I, well, I don't, I don't purport to get what you're going through, but I send you um, kindness all the same. One more episode to go before the end of the year. Is that right? I'm not even sure. Yeah, that would make sense. One more and then it will be 2022. So until next week, keep being kind to yourself and I will look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Movement and Mindfulness Podcast. I hope you loved it. And if you loved it, I would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. It really makes a difference. And maybe send it on to a friend who would love it too. 
You can come over and find me. I'm on Instagram at Erica Webb Yoga on Facebook under the same name. And you can visit me on my website, www.ericawebyoga.com.au. There you'll find lots of free resources to support you on your movement journey, as well as information about the Self-Kind Hub, my home of online yoga, Pilates and somatic exercise. I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye. Bye.